Welcome back to Life of an Average Joe podcast, everybody. Brandon Novera here, a very tired Brandon Novera. It kind of agitated. It really, it's just because of the football. <sighs> Man, I don't. I don't even know what to say. It. It's like we got the Super Bowl coming up, and I forget the fact that the Lions completely let that game just disappear. I'm not even going to give credit to San Francisco. I'm not. Because the way the Lions played in the second half, they anybody could have won the game. And I'm not going to sit here and badmouth the Lions because, dude, Detroit had an amazing season. They're building a, they're building a program there. They cannot let this, this loss no matter how big it was, and it is. I mean, look, your window of opportunity to go to the Super Bowl is not very big, okay, in a lot of teams. You know, I mean, you don't get that big of a you know opportunity. It's not guaranteed every year. An injury happens. A trade happens. You know, you've got the teams getting better. Green Bay's getting back in the picture. Minnesota's creeping up. You just got to be better than Chicago. Don't fall down to Chicago Bears level, and you'll be all right. <laughs> but... They got to look at this loss <clears throat> from a coaching perspective, from really just an experience as a whole, and look at this loss and say, you know what? Okay, we're going to learn from it, and we're going to build this team up, and we're going to be better than we, we ever were. And we're going to be back in it. We're going to be in the conversation. This is not a... You know, 30 years later, we get a highlight reel and this is it. You know what I mean? So, but I'm just, I was just frustrated, man. And that's not really the only reason. I have a lot going on right now. I have a lot. I have a doctor's appointment. Guys, I'm stretching right now. I have a doctor's appointment coming up I'm not happy about. <sighs> got some things I got to get figured out. Um, a little stress in my life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm diving into this new part of my career, which is definitely all positive. Um, but it comes with natural stress, you know, it comes with natural moments of like, am I going to get this stuff done? I've got this many weeks to do this. Now you're throwing this on top of me. I mean, they just, you want to talk about throwing stuff at you. Hey, get all this stuff done today. And then tomorrow do all this, but only do it in this amount of time. And then you're going to do this and then you're going to do this. Then you're off, but then you're going to do this. Like, and that's, that's, that's part of it. Time management, right? So I'm dealing with all this. I recorded an episode and I hated it. And you guys have, you guys have listened to me pull the plug on that, you know, pull the plug on multiple episodes throughout the years. And I did. I was really happy about the last couple episodes, man. I had a star Wars episode. You know, I had a parenting episode. I had, you know, the open letter to my son. I feel like I've had some banger episodes. Look, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like, if you do something good, talk about it. 
I feel like I've had some good episodes, but this last one, I don't even think, I, I just felt like it was a really bad follow-up to the Star Wars episode. So I think I'm going to repackage it, rebrand it, and do it again. But this week, I kind of want to talk about something really wild. By the way, oh, guys, let me, let me just comment real quick. It's 70 in Texas. Um, that's not what I was going to say, though. It's just funny to, to give you the weather updates. Is anybody else just over, like, a lot of stuff? Like, you're just over it. You're just, you're over about the the, the, the Trump-Biden, both of them. I don't care who you vote. And this is not a political episode. But you just, I just saw something flash across my screen. And I'm just like, shut up. Trump-Biden around to you, like... I think we should be embarrassed as a country that Donald Trump and Joe Biden are going to be our best picks for the presidential election. Those are the candidates. Those are the ones. Like, it's 2024. We should be embarrassed that these two, one of them who's on trial for a bunch of stuff, one of them who's literally getting posed around like Gumby, doesn't know anything. Look, I'm sorry, guys. I don't believe for one second that somebody out there voted for Joe Biden and said, yeah, he's doing a great job. I'm confident in him. I'm not confident that he can even wake up on his own. It's embarrassing. He's not a strong leader. But these are the best people. It's really weird. I think it's like a testament to show you how broken the political system is how dumb ideologies and dumb people get swayed by this. They're not going to talk about any other thing. They're just going to be like, well, second amendment, close the border. These are my rights. America. Well, we got to, you know, we're going to do the opposite of that on the other side. We need to look at gun control. We need to talk about student loans. We need to talk about bathrooms. We need to talk about transgenders. We need to talk. Meanwhile, they don't care about any of it. It's so weird. Anyway, I just, what I saw on the news just now, it wasn't even the news, just went across my ticker. President Trump leads Joe Biden. Shut up. And somebody literally said, and when it talked about how President Trump was leading Joe Biden, by so much percentage, whatever, in this imaginary nobody cares land. And the question was, if he is elected president, can they reject, I guess, the the votes? Not reject it, but they said something like, with his criminal trial, could that negate his president? Anyway, it's just, just, I don't, I don't even care. But I feel like a lot of people are sick of a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Not not necessarily angry, just like I'm tired of hearing about um we're not even hearing about Ukraine anymore. So who even knows what's going on over there? That's so last year, you know. We're really not even hearing about Gaza and Israel. 
We're not. We're just knowing that Gaza is getting bombarded and that Israel's, you know, doing it and that we're standing by them. I mean, we're not even hearing about that. Nobody's talking about China anything, even though things are ramping up to where they're just going to go ahead and invade and take over, right? Not us, of course. It's just really interesting to me. I'm just going to look at Taiwan and say, eh, we need Taiwan again. Like, even like football, people are just fed up. Besides the fact that you got some grown men upset that Taylor Swift is on their screen. She's ruining the game. Why are they showing her? Because she sells, bro. She sells. I'm sorry that for the, you know, you compile her 20 minutes of her supporting supporting her current boyfriend, that that's got you mad, bro. You're so mad that Taylor Swift is on the screen. Why, why don't you be mad that the NFL essentially focuses on storylines instead of the sport? Like, everybody talks about it being scripted. Why don't you talk about the fact that the NFL sways the story just to do whatever they want. It's not scripted. They're just pushing a narrative just like every other media out there. Stop getting upset that T-Swift is out there hanging out, having a good time with her boy. Who cares? She ruining your football game. It's just embarrassing. It's just so scary that these that there's so many fragile people out there and fragile men out there that are so upset. I can't, I can't watch this game anymore. It's woke, man. They got Taylor Swift on there. Yes, that is a true definition of woke, having Taylor Swift on the screen. Just shut up. Sit down. Drink your bad beer. Put a shirt on. I got an idea. Why don't you take an opportunity with your daughter, who might be a Swifty, and why don't you enjoy the game with her? There's a way for you to bond instead of ignoring her for seven hours during three football, two football games. On a day off. But I just feel like people are frustrated. And stressed out. And it's weird. And I say that because. I've tried to sit there and look inward at times. At other people's situations. And, I, and, and it's not an epiphany. It's not like some major thing that I just discovered. Like, oh my God, I went and meditated for five hours and realized this. No, it's not that. It's just, I think, learning, growing up at the age of 45. I was talking to somebody. And we've been friends. You know, the term friends, you can go ahead and... I don't know, throw that up there pretty loosely, but we're friends. And he was talking about his girlfriend. His girlfriend is, I'll call her a nurse. I don't know exactly what she is, but I see her in scrubs and she works at a hospital. For all I know, she cleans toilets, but she's a nurse. Um, and she sees a lot of shit. I just swore. That should tell you how tired I am. If she cleans toilets, she definitely does. But she sees a lot of crap. And she was talking about somebody she met. Their brother 
was in the hospital. Couldn't figure out what's wrong with him. Just couldn't figure it out. Very tired, exhausted, running blood tests, whatever. Ended up dying. And I could get into the details of it, but I'm not going to. Ended up dying pretty quick. And she was talking to the guy. And she was like telling the story of like, I just saw him. And he died. Like this guy just meant to see his brother and found out the next day that he died. And she's like, I just saw both of them and he died. Now for people that are in that industry, you know, I guess sometimes it just becomes a thing. You just get used to it, right? Which is kind of messed up. But now this dude has lost somebody that he's close to and he has to go through life. He still has to go to a job. He still has to pay his bills. He still has to live and maybe he's got a, a girlfriend or boyfriend or husband, wife, whatever. And he's got he's to get up every morning. And he's got to go face the day and you have to put on that mask and you have to put on that, that front and you have to put on that... I don't know what the word is, that ability, that invisible shield to protect you, to go out there and live. And we all do it. We drive our cars, somebody cuts in front of us, and we get mad. We beep the horn, we crush our water bottles. You know, if you're in Detroit, you're throwing up the middle finger. If you're in Texas, you're just waving. That's what they do around here. You just, they just wave. I have these weird dots on my arm. Anyway, I don't know what they are. They're not freckles. Oh, it's pen. Oh, there you go. There's that. Um, I was like, I gotta go to the doctor. I got some weird alien thing. And they wave at you, you know. Somebody sits through a light or part doesn't go right when it turns green. You think they're on their phone texting because chances are they are, but maybe they're not. Maybe they were just staring and they just drifted. You wave to somebody, they don't say hi. You open the door for somebody, they don't say thank you. It's not always out of vindictive, malicious behavior. We don't have a clue what's going on in their lives at all. We live, all of us are guilty of this, living in a bubble, our own bubble, our brains, our thoughts, our lives. And sometimes we get so wrapped up, we don't have that self-awareness uh, or awareness in general to look at other people and realize there's other things out there, looking outward instead of inward. Sometimes you have to do that. <laughs> you need to. Sometimes you need to look inward, but... We get wrapped up and, and we just keep walking. Maybe you, you get in that zone and you didn't see that person wave to you. Maybe when I waved to that person or I said hi to them and they walked by me, they weren't being rude. They just were literally so wrapped up in what was going on. And I have zero idea what they're going through. They could have literally lost every single member of their family. They could be on the verge of getting evicted, and but they have to go to this job because they need that money because otherwise they don't even have a chance to save their home for another couple days, a week, a month. We don't know that. 
but we assume that they're just being rude. We assume that that person that was sitting at that light, that green light for an extra five seconds, 30 seconds, 40 seconds instead of driving was on TikTok, was on the phone. But maybe, maybe their dog just died and that was all they have. They come home every day and eat by themselves and don't talk to anybody and they hang out with their dog and now their dog just died. We don't know that. We're so quick to jump on the negative side of it, but we don't know what's going on with people. I couldn't get a hold of somebody that I've been trying to get a hold of. And I talked to you guys about this. I'm very open when it comes to communicating. Like, I have been a crappy friend and I've lost people because of that. I'm not saying like I hurt them or abused them, like, or lied to them. I'm not, <laughs> I have lied to people before, but. Maybe it's just a miscommunication. Maybe I got so wrapped up. And I got to be honest with you, the last month, it is believable that I have forgot to text somebody back. I just did it today. I'm trying to set up this play date with my son and uh, his friend. I told this lady I would text her yesterday and I never did. I never did. I completely got zoned out. I, I was productive until, you know, my buddies came over. But I just forgot. She texted me today. Hey, something came up. We're going to have to reschedule. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I couldn't even do it anyway. But I forgot. I forgot to send an email to somebody on my way out the door of work yesterday. I was off yesterday. I purposely went to work. I had to check up and say hi. I had to get a few things. But I purposely went to work to check out emails just for a minute incognito hoodie on add on boom in check my emails forwarded an email to myself that I needed left boom came home forgot to send the email the whole reason why I went there forgot that's unlike me it's because I'm thrown off my game right now It's because I've thrown off my schedule. I am literally going through the motions of this weird schedule right now. I'm getting things accomplished. It's exciting, but I'm going through the motions of like all this stuff. Like, oh, I got to go here and wait a minute. Today's what day? And just put me over here. I mean, I'm Gumby. They're literally like, Brandon, walk this way. Yes, cool. Oh, I'm off today. Cool. I can be dad, Brandon. And oh, wait, got to go to work tomorrow. Let me go be work dad, Brandon. Let me go, you know. (laughs) It's so it's believable that I'm forgetting to text somebody back to call somebody. So now more than ever, I am triple reminding myself. I am triple setting alerts. I set an alert on my phone. And this is usually, you know, I'm a list guy, but this is usually not what I have to do. I don't have to do this. Normally I'm just on it. Amazing multitasker. I'm amazing wearing all kinds of hats and juggling. But right now, I'm not amazing. And I acknowledge that. So I set an alert on my phone to Friday to text this woman back, my my son's friend's mom, okay? Figure that one out. To text her back my schedule for the next three weeks of days that work for a play date. I had to alert myself to send a text. I don't normally have to do that. But we don't know what's going on in people's lives. 
We just don't. So I was trying to get a hold of somebody. I'd been meaning to talk to them because something they had texted me about coming to town. And now I'll say it. She had texted me about coming to town. She is a friend of mine. Well, you know where I've talked about her. You know, I'm so you know, SoCal. We'll call her SoCal, right? The girl that I went out with, and it was cool. And for some reason, one thing led to another. Somebody caught some feelings. I'm too immature to have a relationship, so I said what I had to say, and whatever. Okay, boom, there we go. She was coming back. She's like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. I'm coming back in town. And she's from, well, she's in Austin. So it's not like she's out of town forever. Not that far, but she's not driving up to Dallas, Frisco area every day. So she said, I'm going to come in. What's your schedule looking like? And she gave me the dates. This was like a month ago or maybe a couple weeks ago. I knew it was approaching and it was going to be in the middle of this weird transition period in my career. So I text her back, hey, I got these days off. These are the days I'm, you know, I'm hanging with my son, but I got this day off. You know, he goes back to his mom's house on this day. Um, what, you know, what do you, what do you want to do? I gotta, I, I'll be off that day and then I go to work. Then I pick him up again. I didn't hear anything. No big deal. I'm not mad. I acknowledge the text. Obviously, I gave her the information, but it was, it's getting closer. So I sent her a text again. I sent her a text again. I'm not blowing up her phone like a weird stalker. I just thought it was very weird that somebody would like bring that up and then not respond to me. I gave her a call. I got voicemail, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? This is just another one of those things. And my mind instantly went to what we would all think. I'm getting ghosted. Uh, what goes around comes around, you know, Brandon's a turd. Here's another funny story to tell on a podcast, all those things. Finally, she calls me. This is just recently. This is what really sparked this podcast. And I could tell in her voice that something was up. And we haven't really like talked, talked this whole time. It's been a very rocky situation. Good, not bad. Good, distant, nothing, good, distant, nothing, that sort of thing. And her roommate, which, by the way, I knew she had a friend, a good friend that was staying with her. I didn't know they were like official roommates. Maybe I misunderstood the lingo. Killed herself. No warning. No nothing. No history that from what I can tell, or from what she could tell, she woke up one morning, the door was closed, no big deal, she left. I mean, you've lived with people, right? You have roommates. How many times, especially like, maybe when you're married, it's different, but roommates, you got different working schedules, you know, especially me, like we were all working different schedules, and I was the late night guy, so I come home, when I was living with people, I'd come home late, stay up, whatever. I'd wake up in the morning. Everybody's gone. Because one my morning at the time, it might be 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Everybody's gone. Okay. I don't care. They got their own things. I do my business, lock the door, see you later. We text, cross paths, whatever. So waking up and seeing your roommate's door closed. Okay. 
unless you have something planned that day, you're not going to go in there. You're not going to knock on the door. My son a text, hey, heading to work. Well, when she got back home, the door was still closed and the car was still there. So she sent her a text. Nothing. Called her nothing. She's like, you know, it's kind of weird. Almost went through the entire evening into the night before she opened the door. She opened the door and her friend was dead in the bed. OD'd. Self-inflicted pills killed herself. She found her. I'm over here thinking that she blew me off. She changed her mind. And all I'm trying to do is hang out with a girl that I essentially rejected like an idiot, like a complete idiot. And she's dealing with the fact that there's a friend of hers, her roommate is dead in the bedroom next to hers. And she's been in that house all day and she killed herself. And and she's dealing with all the emotions of forget the fact that you've got a a dead body in your house. That's your friend. You know signs, nothing. You have no idea why she did it. There's no conversation. You didn't even suspect anything. You, you know, you have that guilt of like, could I save her? All this stuff. Now you're dealing with the fact that she's moving out. I'm getting out of this house. I'm taking time off work. And the mental damage, because I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> You're going to be in a therapy session. And I'm not even trying to be funny. That's just a reality. Can you, I mean, nobody can fathom unless it's happened to them. But here I am at the other end thinking, oh, well, she's blowing me off. That's typical. And she's dealing with something way bigger than me, my feelings, my ego, or hanging out with Brandon. Something that I can't even fathom. I am talking to her for like two hours. I mean, I don't even know what to say in that situation. But we never know. We don't. We don't have a clue what somebody is going through. We don't have a clue what they're facing on a daily basis. They could literally be going through hell. An abusive relationship. Eating disorder. Pregnant. Lost a baby just had a bit, you know, we don't know. And we sit there all the time and get frustrated because we are inconvenienced. We're inconvenienced that we had to wait at the light. We're inconvenienced that someone didn't call me back. We're inconvenienced that this person didn't wave to me. This stranger that I don't even know when I said hi to him because they looked at me or I thought they were looking at me, they didn't say hi back. Oh my God, it ruined my day. They're the biggest jerks in the world. That's, that's what we think about. Yet we don't have a clue what they're going through. Sorry, guys. I'm connecting something while I'm talking to you. You know I'm always doing a project. I'm like, hey, I got this new microphone. Uh, actually, I don't have a new microphone. I have this little new mixing board. And I thought I'd connect it while I was doing a podcast because that's what I do. Because that makes sense, right? Yeah, I'm so upset. Man, she texted me. She wanted me to she wanted to know when I'm available. I told her and now she's not calling me. Well, yeah. Her friend just killed herself in the apartment and she found her. 
That's cool, Brandon. I mean, obviously, we're never going to think that something like that's going to happen, but it does. I was in this class, and it was a really interesting class, and it was talking about, you know, understanding people and connections and stuff like that. And I like to think that overall I'm pretty good at connecting with people. I do. I, I'm, I don't think it's cocky to say that. I'm good at it. Um, whether that comes from my personality, my bartending days, my club days, my marketing, uh, my social media, what, whatever it comes from, I'm good at it. My natural personality, I'm good at it. Don't mean I like everybody that I connect with, but... I can do it. And I always have an opportunity or there's always somebody that wants to tell me things that quite frankly, I don't even want to know. I don't know why I do. I don't have a face that says, you know what? I'm going to spill my guts to Brandon, but it happens. And sometimes people just need somebody to listen. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes people just need to vent to somebody and they're not even taken out on you. But for some reason, they feel comfortable enough to talk to you about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have had people tell me more stories, more secrets, more personal information than I can ever dream of. And I can tell you, there is a ton of people that have confided in me recently in things that I haven't talked to and probably never will again at least for months or years, like just because of circumstances. But they've confided me in things that I'm like, okay. I'm not going to ever tell their secrets. Because when you have that moment in your life where you have to confide in somebody that maybe you don't really know well, or maybe you know but you're not connected with, but you feel that you have to tell them, man, that's a big deal. But I'm good with connecting with people. And it's important to connect to people. It's important to understand that whatever the situation is, however you fit in their life, that maybe that's why you're there. Now, I'm not saying that you got to sit there and open yourself up to every single person under the sun. I'm just saying that you have to have a little grace and be a little understanding. We don't know what's going on in their lives. And you may not even like these people. And you might and you might be right about them. And you might realize that they're not that great of people. And they're not really somebody you want to hang out with. But maybe that day that you see them where they're a little off, it's because something's going on. And maybe that root cause of why you don't like them has really kind of taken over their personality. Because let's be real, I have been in some situations in my life where it has taken over my personality and I've had to pull myself out of it and go, wait a minute, I cannot let this situation dictate who I am and turn me into somebody I don't want to be. And maybe they are doing that. Maybe they're fighting that battle. We don't know their inner battles. You know, everybody's got stuff going on. It just blew my mind 
And like I said, it's not an epiphany. It just blew my mind when I got that message, when I got that phone call back finally from her. And she told me. And I could tell. And I told her, I said, are you still coming? She's like, I don't know. I, I'm not staying here. I'm staying with a friend. And I was like, just come on up. Like, <laughs> stay with me. You've got family up here. Like, you can stay with me a couple days. You can, you know, like, forget whatever. I'll just be here. You know? And, and that's, you know, we'll figure out what's going to happen then. But it really made me think, like, Nick Luck. You know, he's a buddy of mine. We do shows together. We're supposed to do one tonight. We'll see. Uh, we have missed connections. But the other day... He reached out to me about two weeks ago. He reached out to me. We had scheduled a night to go live on TikTok and he reached out to me and I was out with some friends. I never go out and I was out with some friends, kind of like a celebration of, you know, an opportunity I have in my career and what's going on with that, like a promotion that I got. And, um, we were having a blast and I lost track of time and he sent me a text like, Hey, I'm still down at this time. And I was like, I, I, let me text him back. Like, let me tell him. I got wrapped up in a conversation. It was literally the next day. He's like, hey, man, everything okay? I didn't hear from you. And I flat out was like, this is what's going on. You know, I went out, <laughs> drank a little too much. My bad. And I, and you know what? Happened with him. We rescheduled and I didn't hear from him. And something was wrong. I'm like, that's weird. I could have easily been like, oh my God, this jerk getting me back. No, he just got sick, like really sick. And you're like, he was, could lost his voice and he still sounds like crap. So I don't even know if we're going to do it anytime soon. But that's what I'm saying. Things happen. People, we got to stop jumping at the conclusion of it's always the negative. It's always the wrong. They're always jerks. They're always trying to, to get at me. Sometimes things just happen and it's totally okay if they just happen. It's not okay if somebody killed themselves. But we have to recognize that. I got some friends that are the worst texters in the world. They just never respond. And I'm like, you suck. And it's become a pattern that I'm just like, nothing happened. They just suck at texting back. But one of these times, something is going to happen. And I'm going to have to be prepared to go, crap, they're going through some crap. And I've had people with me invite me out, invite me out. I don't respond. I respond late. I call them late. And then they just stop. They don't take into consideration what I have going on. And then when I finally catch up to them and I tell them, like, I know it's annoying and I'm sorry I should respond in a, in a better way, but here's everything I have going on. I'm not trying to say I'm better than anybody or that I'm special. We all got stuff. But that's my point. We have to stop looking at it through that negative lens and start going, man, people have things going on. And in this day and age, dude, anything can happen. Nothing surprises me anymore. That was a shocking story that I heard from her. Completely shocking. I don't, I mean, I guess it almost surprised me, but nothing does anymore. The story of, my buddy's girlfriend who works in the hospital and that dude's brother died. That doesn't even shock him anymore. Makes me sad. Makes me question life and morality and makes me look at my own health and my own well-being because I'm paranoid and have issues. But doesn't shock me. 
It doesn't shock me that somebody's mad about Taylor Swift and football. They're doing a whole podcast going off. Multiple people going off on her. Good God. It doesn't shock me that what I see on social media, people texting, what, but it kind of is a testament to times and it kind of makes me pull back and go, okay, anything's possible. You also do have some people that just are dumb and just are rude. And yeah, maybe there are some people that when you open the door and they don't say thank you and there's nothing going on. They just don't feel like saying thank you. Those people exist, but I think more times than not, they're in their own little matrix, their own little private Idaho, their bubble, and they have zero idea. The outside world doesn't exist. How many times have you seen people walking their dog or no, I don't even want to say that walking, texting, not even looking up. And you're just wondering, are they, do, are they, have they walked this route so many times that they know each step or are they going to walk right into the street and get hit by a car because they're not paying attention? How many times have you seen somebody just sitting there, maybe you went to a coffee shop and you're just sitting there and you watching somebody drink coffee, look out the window, just staring. Not even that pretty of scenery. It's nothing phenomenal to look at, but they're just staring. They're lost. In their mind, they are alone in that coffee shop. They are alone in their thoughts and nothing around them, nothing exists. It's a scary thing. It's in that little white zone. They live in the white. You never want to live in the white zone. It's the reason why things happen. A school shooter happens and you don't, you're not there. A shooting happens at a mall and you're too busy staring out the window. You know, you said you, you saw your back to the door. You didn't, you, you, everybody ran, but you couldn't figure out why they were running because your back was to the door and you got shot. You know what I mean? Like there's a level of that. And I'm guilty of it too, walking with my phone. Oops. Which is why I check myself now. Safety reasons mostly, but I check myself. When I'm walking out in the parking lot, I'm not saying I'm not on the phone sometimes. Nah, put that phone in my pocket. And I'm walking because I'm trying to figure out who's around me, who's around me walking. When I'm walking with my son in a parking lot, we're at the mall, we're at a place that maybe there's a lot of people or even a place that we're familiar with. You think I'm on my phone texting? I'm holding that kid's hand and I'm aware of everything that's happening, what cars are coming, where they're coming from, who's behind me, how close are they? It also, and I know those are extreme situations that I'm, you know, talking about preparing for, but what it also does is it helps you be aware of life and aware of things around you and be aware that maybe that person is so focused on what's going on in their lives that they need you to be aware for them. So instead of beeping your horn and mad that they took 10 extra seconds to get through the green light, maybe you can give some grace and just realize that maybe they just, you know, they, their house caught on fire and they don't even have, maybe that's their home. They're real. They're driving somewhere to get a bite to eat because they have to live in their car. You don't know. Now, don't get me wrong. You see some chick on chatting on the phone, texting through a green light. Yeah, beep the horn. Don't wave. Give the finger call it a day. But then again, maybe she's getting a divorce. She just found out her husband was cheating on her. We don't know. I'm not saying an excuse. I'm just saying simply things can happen. 
And I think if we start viewing it that way and we start becoming more self-aware and aware of our surroundings on a regular basis, we might not only be a little more relaxed and a little more less stressed and a little more less anxiety, and I'm preaching to myself here too, but we might actually learn something about human beings. Might actually start to see it through a different lens and I think that's the most important thing. Anyway, guys, that's it today. I just had to get this podcast out there. I am back next week. Got a great episode. Not going to tell you what it is, but you can go ahead and follow me at the Life of an Average Joe Podcast uh, com and click all the social media, uh, social media, wow, social media links on there. You can email me at the Life of an Average Joe Podcast dot gmail dot. Oh my God, what I can't even give an email address. The Life of an Average Joe Podcast at gmail um, I just started up the newsletter, so you guys uh, that signed up for 2024, uh, every week I'll be sending out just uh, just a quick little boom. Here's our podcast. Here's some links. Here's what's happening, and a little blurb. You know, a little something something going on with the life of an average Joe. Updates on the merch. I should have an update on the merchandise in the next week, um, so that'll be cool. Go ahead and follow TikTok. I'm on there. Trash talk uh, every Tuesday with Stuart Sachs. Um, I'm drinking less coffee now too, guys. Let's talk about that. Let's see what happens. Let's, I'm on day five of drinking less coffee, not getting rid of coffee because I'm not a psychopath, but drinking less coffee. We'll talk about that next week after my doctor's appointment. Let's see what that's all about. All right, guys. Thanks again.